0: Tideland's Health. Better health begins here. Our commitment to your health is our top priority and customer satisfaction is our primary focus. That's why we're proud to present our podcast series, Better Health Radio, brought to you by Tideland's Health. Here's Bill Claproth. Telehealth technology continues to grow in the healthcare industry. It is estimated to have 7 million patient users by 2018, according to an IHS technology report. So what are the uses and benefits? Here to tell us more is Dr. David Hazeltine, Chief Medical Informatics Officer at Tidelands Health. Dr. Hazeltine, thanks for your time. So right now, how do you utilize telehealth at Tidelands?
1: Sure, Bill. Uh, there are a number of ways that we're using telehealth uh, within Thailand, both in the inpatient and the outpatient experience. Uh, on the inpatient side, we have a strong telehealth presence, uh, both in the emergency department, which connects with both psychiatrists uh, and neurologists uh, down at MUSC, the Medical University of South Carolina. That allows people in emergency situation to both evaluate their psychiatric needs, their neurology needs, in ways that we don't have subspecialty service on staff. So uh, when you have that emergency crisis that requires uh, either a psychiatric opponent or you're having a stroke, for example, you have the benefit of subspecialty care that's not available in the area, but uh, it is available uh, about an hour and a half away at uh, Charleston. Uh, so that, that provides some uh, great benefits there. Uh, on the inpatient floor wards, we also use uh, telepsychiat- or telehealth from a pediatric perspective, and we're opening up to a neonatal or a children's infant-based perspective as well. So a uh, case scenario in point that we've had, uh, about a year ago I had a young child who had asthma who had some respiratory distress issues, was rapidly worsening on the floor, and he really needed a pediatric critical care specialist immediately. Uh, That, of course, we don't have in our hospital situation, but because his respiratory situation was so dire, he was almost to the point of needing an intubation and being put on a ventilator. Uh, Fortunately, with the help of telehealth, we were able to call a pediatric critical care specialist uh, to the bedside uh, who was able to interact with the patient, evaluate them, and uh, provide a much-needed stabilizing measure that ultimately prevented this child from even being intubated did ultimately fly down to Charleston for some added specialty care but uh, that hospital stay was certainly quite foreshortened uh, as a result of not having to be intubated on a ventilator so uh, it allows us to provide a lot better subspecialty care in a local environment even when those uh, critical air specialists uh, aren't available for example so in the outpatient area we are able to incorporate those subspecialists as well so Uh, For example, psychiatry and neurology, which are two of our areas that we don't have a lot of subspecialists available. Um, We frequently have people who do outpatient office consultations. Uh, They're able to uh, get medication changes, uh, uh, quite commonly things that I'm not able to prescribe from a psychiatric or neurologic perspective. So uh, it helps on the outpatient perspective as well.
0: So how has this grown over the years at Tidelands?
1: Sure. I think we initially started out in a small area in the emergency department and then we rapidly were able to progress to almost every floor now has the capability of uh, of having a uh, an emergent uh, consultation if needed. So it's not just limited to the emergency department now. Um, on the outpatient basis, uh, I think we started out with my office and now we've got Uh, Medical University of South Carolina has probably about 20 or so offices in the local area, majority of which are uh, Thailand-owned and operated, who are now participating in the outpatient basis as well. Uh, So it really has, over the course of about three to five years, mushroomed into a quite larger uh, setting experience that's available to a large number of people in the local area.
0: So mainly you use this in the ER right now?
1: Uh, We do for the inpatient, but uh, on the outpatient it's uh, quite widespread. I think I've got probably about... um, nearly every day we have at least one person who's coming in for a consultation with uh, somebody down in Charleston uh, on a regular basis. So uh, it's nearly a daily use in the outpatient arena as well.
0: And from the patient's point of view, how do they like it?
1: I think patients have really uh, responded quite positively to this. Uh, if you think about it, there there are three categories of people who really enjoy and benefit from the use of this. Um, one is our elderly population who find it difficult to drive for long uh, long areas. So A lot of times these are people who otherwise would have had to have driven down to Charleston in order to uh, make their subspecialty visit, and uh, that's a long drive, a tedious drive uh, for for some of them, uh, especially when you're over the age of 60. And so uh, they benefit from just having to drive a short five or ten minutes to their local physician's office. Uh, They don't have to end up driving all that distance. Um, For those people who uh, don't have reliable transportation, then it's usually much easier to get to your doctor's office than it is try to find a family member or or use a car that's not very reliable to drive that two or three hours uh, down to Charleston with traffic nowadays, and uh, then to to make that same trip back. And then the third population that finds it uh, really helpful is uh, working families. So a lot of times these are people who, in order to get down to Charleston and back, really would have had to take a half a day or a whole day off of work. Uh, And in this case, we can book them an office visit, which only lasts about 15 to 20 minutes, and Uh, they take uh, maybe an hour or two out of their day as opposed to a half or whole day instead. So uh, for working families, for people who don't have reliable transportation, and for our elderly population, uh, we find that there's a lot of
0: benefit. So are we at the point where people can dial in or utilize telehealth from their home yet?
1: Not quite yet, although there is a project I know that Sarah Allen with Thailand Health is working on where we will actually be able to contact uh, from your local doctor's office to either your phone or a Skype-like uh, meeting uh, at home. So if you've got an iPad, a phone, or a home webcam, uh, we may be able to actually call in and see how you're doing at home as well uh, from the Thailand's office as well. So uh, that is coming uh, in, in fairly short order.
0: And what about the doctors? Being able to see patients that they might not have otherwise has got to be exciting for them.
1: Sure. I think it's uh, really helpful, especially for some of the surgeons who are doing follow-up visits. Uh, it makes it a lot easier. The patient doesn't have to come in after a, uh, after a surgery. They can just uh, check in on them either at home or in a brief office visit. Uh, so it makes it a lot easier for recovery time if you're not having to, to move excessively around.
0: And does telehealth offer data analytics that can improve population well-being?
1: We are probably not there yet. Uh, I think that everybody is trying to get to that point to where uh, data analytics and population health uh, make an improvement. But uh, the numbers of telehealth still are fairly small, uh, so I don't think that we're seeing a lot of good data yet. I have heard that there are some preliminary data out there with uh, David McSwain out of MUSC, who's a pediatric critical care specialist, that they've actually reduced uh, both the cost involved in transportation uh, as well as uh, the severity of illness in terms of theirs. But that, that's preliminary data. I'm not sure he's published quite yet, but uh, he's an expert, and I think he's well on his way towards doing that. And some of those are data from uh, both Thailand's cooperation with MUSC that we've done already.
0: So it sounds like telehealth is here to stay. How do you see it growing in the future?
1: Sure. I think uh, in the future, we'll see uh, even even more improvement in terms of being able to uh, stay at home or wherever you're at. Uh, I think we'll see much less involvement of having to go directly to a doctor's office in order to do routine checkups. Some of those things, we could save you time, save you expense and energy. Uh, You know, people are already trying to use urgent care centers because they find them easier, closer to home, uh, less waiting time. I think a, a telehealth actually provides an advantage for a doctor's office in that if you're trying to compete with an urgent care retail center uh, in terms of price and convenience, uh, you certainly can provide a better convenience if you can meet the patient where they're at as opposed to even the patient having go, to go to an urgent care center. Uh, so we think for uh, physicians who are trying to maintain their competitiveness, Uh, This obviously will be a great option for them down the road.
0: So does telehealth offer data analytics that can improve population well-being that would benefit patients in the long run?
1: Uh, I think there are some integration that's occurring in that area. Uh, For example, our vendor, who is eClinicalWorks, is integrating telehealth uh, directly into their electronic medical record. Uh, so we have the option of uh, intertwining both the office visits and really you can see uh, when your patient is a telehealth visit, it shows up on your regular schedule and your electronic medical record as well. Uh, so that uh, that interaction is coming, uh, if not uh, in the early stages right now.
0: And Dr. Hazeltine, why should someone choose Tideland's for their healthcare needs?
1: Sure. Uh, Tideland's is an outstanding uh, organization that I've had uh, yeah, a great opportunity to work with for about the past 12 to 14 years. So I know there are excellent physicians here who are very caring, uh, very involved in uh, seeing patients' uh, successful health stories come uh, come into fruition. So uh, we certainly are caring for people on an individual basis as well as a local community. So uh, we certainly and- hope that people will consider Tideland's moving forward.
0: Absolutely. And thank you so much for your time today. Very interesting topic. And for more information about Tidelands Health Physicians Services and Facilities, visit TidelandsHealth.org. That's TidelandsHealth.org. This is Better Health Radio. I'm Bill Claproth. Thanks for listening.